Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Just a Sip. I'm your host, Justin Sylvester. Now, if you've seen the new trailers for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or New York, then you know things are about to get spicy. And Atlanta's reunion is already on fuego. So in honor of all tea, I wanted to share some of my favorite conversations from some of your favorite housewives. OG housewife Kyle Richards has experienced a lot on the show. So when she came on Just a Sip, Kyle didn't hold back. We dished on everything from her husband not engaging in the drama to the hardest part of being on the show. Do you ever take the drama home? I feel like your husband doesn't know what's happening when it's all going well, down. Well, that's why I have you, Justin. <laughs> because you will no, but listen I think it's help important. Me. I think it's important that sometimes husbands don't know the little things that are happening in wives' lives. And I say that because you were that way. Like, you didn't bring your drama from work home. I try not to because my husband is just not that kind of man that wants to get involved. He really doesn't. And if I tell him, he'll, you know, I always joke with him. I'll say, and you know, she did this and she said this. And he'll go, oh, that's the worst. That's like his, what, no matter what, my leg fell off. That's the worst. I'm like, why do I bother telling you anything? So I don't tell my husband because I don't want to hear, oh, that's the worst because then I'm going to want to punch him. <laughs> so I save that for, you know, you. Yes. Yeah, you and know, I'll eat so, it up. Yeah, <laughs> you'll eat it up. eat it up. No, but he's so funny. He'll give me such like, you know, Husband advice, I'll be like, you know, it was a whole situation because so-and-so is not talking to so-and-so, and I had to invite both. And he goes, honey, you would make your life so much easier to say, hey, buddy, listen, I'm not inviting you to this lunch because you don't fit in. I'll catch you next time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that is such a great idea. Let me just tell that to somebody. try that with women. Camille. He literally thinks that's good advice for me to tell a woman. Is there a rule in your marriage that your husband does not get involved with all of this stuff? Or is that just him by personality? That's just, just his personality. Do you wish sometimes that he'd yes. be like, <laughs> goodbye, Elisa? Yeah, I do. There's been times in the past I'd be like, can you not be like, goodbye, Brandy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can remember having a fight with Brandy and then bumping into her. And he was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, don't you remember her? She was mean to me. You're like, and he's like, sorry, I forgot. And I'm like, but that's why we get along is I'm the same way. Do you think reality TV brings out the worst in people? I think that it can bring out the ugly side of people, but I also think it can also bring out who people are. How long can you last on a show like this and hide your true self? Some people have no problem just being themselves and they take a lot of for it. Other people put up a facade and, you know, you can either see it or you don't. 
And sometimes it can be really frustrating when you see the good guy getting their butts you know, Hand it to them. And, yeah. and then the, the, the bad guy, you know, being praised, it can be really frustrating. What's the most stressful part about the season? Is it living it or is it rewatching it? Is it the reunion? Is it the, the, the blogs? The most stressful part is when it's on the air. Why is that? You're seeing the things that people said that you didn't know. Um, you're reliving all of it. You have all of social media fueling the fire. So all of that just makes it, it's just like everybody pouring their gasoline and throwing their matches and you're just like sitting home on a Tuesday like, <laughs> I don't want a live tweet. <laughs> I don't want a live tweet. What's so, the one thing that hurts your feelings when you see it? I won't say mean catty things to make fun of people. When people do things like that, I get my feelings hurt. Like, you know. Just, yeah. So I'll be honest about how, how I feel about something, but I'm not going to like... Um, you know, make fun of somebody or something like that. Yeah. So when I see some things like that, I'm like, gosh, that wasn't very nice. I'm like, how am I on the show? This season on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I think we're going to see Erica Jane push to her limits. A lot has changed since she took the sip from actually predicting her new castmate to going through a very public divorce. You've watched the show before you got on it. Of course, I knew who they were, but I had not watched the show. I just want to know, did you have any hesitation going in because you were so different from everyone else? No, I didn't because I didn't know what I was walking into. That's yeah. why I was always quiet and watched and let everyone else, you know. I observed a lot my first season. It was a good learning curve, actually, just to sit back and watch and watch everything unfold. There was one personality that I knew who she was from the moment I laid eyes on her, and she's proven that over and over again to me. You said something interesting that makeup makes you feel fearless. It does. It's like putting on your armor in a way. But you ain't scared of uh, I Sure, I'm scared of some stuff, but every day I wake up and I try to conquer those fears. What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear is like my family, like losing someone very close to me, you know, yeah. death. That would be my biggest fear. I don't fear anything in the business world. I don't fear anyone personally. I fear uh, losing someone. Yeah. But that's it. Is it that anxiety-ridden, like, can't shake it for days at a time? Because I always fear? get scared that I'm going to, I always get scared that I'm going to die before I complete my journey. I don't care when I die. I, I really don't. I, I've had a great life. I'm not scared of my death. I'm scared of losing others. You've accepted that already? 100%. What's been the best part of your life? Uh, probably the best time in my life is right now because everything is lined up beautifully. I have a great son, a great husband, and a great career. And my mom is with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I could not write it better than this moment. It's a really good time in my life. You have this dynamic personality. You're fun to hang around with. But you admit that you have few friends. Why is that? I protect myself. So I'm very comfortable being alone, and I enjoy it. And I also take that time to recharge. And I um, have very few friends in my life, but they're very good people. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of people. I call on very few. Are you scared of women? I'm not afraid of women. I don't like the way women mistreat each other. But you put five women in a room. Now you can have a difference of opinion. You can have a difference of treating someone or, or nipping at someone, but I don't think I would be like, I want that. Yes. You know, that's that doesn't happen, I don't think. I mean, girl. Not if, in our crowd. If I saw Idris Elba's wife walking down the street, I'd be like, I want him. And I'm jealous well, I, of that. Well, I, I want him, and you'd fight me for him. So how about that? But we, we always fight. talk about who we want. Right. We always fight about people. We always fight over fantasies. Do you guys ever have a conversation as cast members? Like, look, 
this is off limits. No, I think that that comes up in when you see you see people go don't don't say that don't do that that's not cool you shouldn't do that you know. Who's the one bitch on the show who would bring it up? I think Camille goes after Dorit in a way that I wouldn't have done it. What would ever make you walk away from being a housewife? When it isn't fun anymore. When you when it becomes. There's a certain amount of conflict that goes with being a housewife. It is not a comfortable position. If you are comfortable, you are not doing your job. Agreed? I agree. 100%. You know this game better than I do. You, You've seen it. You've seen it. If you are too comfortable smiling and everything's good. That's when it's scary. If you get two-thirds through the way without any drama. You better hold on. You better watch yourself. Because something is going to come out of nowhere for you. <laughs> I think that when it becomes overwhelming, when it becomes something that you dread, when it becomes something that you no longer look forward to doing, that's when you should quit. Who's the one housewife you do not look forward to or never want to fight with at a reunion? I don't think I fear any of them because, th listen, people are only aggressive when they're angry. And I, th I, I don't... No one's angry with you. No, I don't, I don't tend to do that. I mean, I think that Kenya's missed for her shade. Mm -hmm. She's quick. I think Nini's quick. I think that Bethany is loud and in your face. Yeah. And, and smart. Lisa Renna will just, won't, she's relentless. I love Lisa Renna. She's relentless, you know, so you, and Teresa and, you know, Melissa's no punk over there. I mean, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of strong personalities. Yeah. Kelly Dodd, you know, there's a lot of good girls that'll get it in. What's the one celebrity you would want to see on Housewives? I would like to see Kris Jenner as a housewife in Beverly Hills. Kris Jenner would get everybody all the way together. Kris Jenner would, and Kathy Hilton. Kris Jenner and Kathy Hilton would probably be the Tom Brady's of Housewives. Yes. Am I right? They're, no, you are completely correct. Rings after rings after rings after rings. You know what? That would be a good head-to-head -head match. Oh, 100. But you know what? They would never go head-to-head. -head no, they wouldn't because they're because so close. It's old bouge. It's old bougie bunny. No, but, they're, but they're, they're close. They're close. They're good friends. They're good friends. But I tell you what, I think Miss Jenner and Miss Hilton would get some bitches together. But, but Kyle couldn't be on it. No, no, you would have to. Not, I want separate. She'd have to graduate. She has, she has to, yeah, she has, to, she has to separate. Amazing. From Bolo to Giovanni, the ladies of the Big Apple are back and the city that never sleeps, never disappoints. Luann Delesteps gave me her take on the ladies drinking and reveals who's the most authentic person she knows. What I like about you, and I say this about a few people who have been through the program and who have worked the system and gone on that journey themselves, there are two types of people. There is one type of person who will push the program on everybody and anybody who is having one too many glasses of wine. Right. And then there's the person who will sit back and say, this was my experience. I am not going to preach it to you. And that's what I feel like you're doing. But does it ever occur to you to sit Sonia Morgan down and say, I know where you are? <laughs> Well, yeah, but I've tried to take Sonia. Remember at the last season, I took her to a meeting and you saw that yes. reaction. Yes. So, you know, it's people, people want have to want to be able to be doing that for themselves. I mean, I would never force, you know, sobriety or the program on anyone. I mean, yes. I think when people are serious about it, they are going to search it out. What about Leah? Do you see that happening? Because I mean, she, I get why she doesn't drink because- yeah. 
I turn into a Tyrannosaurus Rex too when I get too drunk yeah. on a little bit too much tequila. Yeah. Was it like, whoa, I now see why you don't drink. And do you want to be that protective mama bear that's like, we need to have a conversation? Well, you know, I, I, it was apparent to all of us why she doesn't drink at that point. Um, but you'll see as the season progresses how she deals with it and how she handles it. I mean, I have to say it takes a couple of times to realize what's happening with her uh, drinking. And as you can see, the family's concerned about it. Again, I don't feel like I need to weigh in there. I think Leah's grown up, as we have seen. She's, you know, a woman who is, um, you know, a tough New Yorker. She owns her own she's business. Tough. She's got a beautiful daughter. You know, uh, she's got her parents weighing in and her ex-husband weighing in or not even next to her. What does she call him? A um, her baby daddy. Her baby daddy. Her baby daddy. I think he's more than a baby daddy. I'd like to see a better term for him. He's her life partner. Yeah. What was Sonia Morgan like back in the day before cameras? Because I always say that when the cameras and the lights come on, you see a whole different person. Well, I have to tell you that Sonia's always been a grand hostess in New York. She's always been very social, always had parties at the townhouse. I mean, I've been to many fabulous parties at Sonia's place. She's dipped her toe into filmmaking and producing. She's traveled the world in, in terms of central pain at homes all over the world. You know, Sonia's the real deal, you know? Yeah. She, um, has she changed? Sure. We, we all change with the, you know, with the times. Uh, but I think Sonia is probably one of the most authentic people that I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you think do you think Ramona and Mario are going to get back together? Oh no, I think that she, you know, why not? You know, why not have a good relationship with your ex husband? I do. You know, it's great for the children. She's with Avery, so I just feel like she was there. And you know, rather than coming back to New York, which has been nonstop raining, yeah. You're stuck in Florida where it's 80 degrees and sunny. It's not a bad place to be stuck. I think they're having quarantine sex. <laughs> I well, think Ramona, I think I'm Ramona fantasize about that, darling. I think Ramona and Mario are dipping back into the old con and they are just doing it for old time's sake. I see the way he looks at Ramona. He looks well, at Ramona looks good. Yeah, she looks great. She looks great. I think it would be weird for Avery, but you never know. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. After a season of secrets, lies, and strippers between their thighs, the Real Housewives of Atlanta are reuniting for a three-part reunion. But way before they returned to the dungeon, I sipped with the sweetest peach, Cynthia Bailey, to break down her housewife's journey and her pandemic wedding. How is it been going for you being back at work? I know a lot of people were nervous to get back into the swing of things, but what's it been like for the ladies of Real Housewives of Atlanta? It's been very different, you know, filming during COVID-19. We have to get tested every week, every Tuesday from 8 to 11. I have to get tested. And at first I was doing the nose one down the throat. Ooh. The nose, that's, that's gangster. Like I, that one was tough. 
But now I'm doing the throat one. I can receive it in the throat a little better than the nose. <laughs> okay, go all down that throat. But that nose, you got to leave alone. So, Put on that throat all day. <laughs> See, you already start. You already start. No, but seriously, um, you know, just being like, you know, excited to be back at work. We're trying to make this show happen. You know, kudos to Bravo for that because it's been very challenging, um, you know, respecting the COVID rules and, you know, regular testing is a huge part of it. We're wearing masks a lot. Um, most of the time, as a matter of fact, um, shields, you know, they have to come and disinfect our houses. Like it's a whole nother thing. And we're filming more from home because wow. we can't go into certain places and be in big crowds. So it's you guys are going to get a very entertaining season 13, but it's going to be a little different. But it's interesting because when you when you first came on the scene, like most people, when you enter a new friend group, you're a little bit more timid and you're trying to test the waters and see where you fit in at and you're a little bit more pleasing. And I feel like what happened to you, and correct me if I'm wrong, is your first two seasons you came in, you were trying to find your footing and, you know, you just were that bitch. But then when people started pushing your buttons and crossing the line, you started snatching wigs left and right. And everyone's like, who's this? Right. Where is Cynthia, the doormat who I can walk all over? Right. And it was it was crazy that you we kind of saw you coming to yourself on the show because you weren't that, you know, the first two seasons. But I'm happy that 50 Cent came out and Fiddy is ready to throw some hands. Look, I'm a nice person. If I'm around people who, you know, take that kindness for weakness or try to, you know, misconstrue class or kindness as weakness, then that's just what it is. I'm never going to be a monster. I'm never going to be an asshole. I'm never going to be a horrible person. That's just not who I am. But if you push me in a corner, you're going to get 50 cent. And I you think you're going to get 50. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate that about, you know, because we all have that one person in our lives. Normally they're friends of friends and you're not forced to be around them at all times. Cause I have a person in my life mm -hmm. who they just want to push you to be that bitch. They want to push you to be that monster, that horrible person. And I'm like, one day you're going to get it. Right. And you're going to be real mad that you woke Grundle's ass up. Right. But see, I feel like you're like the male version of me in a lot of ways. Like you're yeah. not like, uh, you're like nice. You're fun. You just want to have a good time. You ain't coming to try to snatch nobody's wig off. But now if they come for you, if they just come get you all the way out your bag, then, you know, you, you're coming, but you don't want to, who wants to like, I don't want to walk around like having to be on the defense and worry about like, okay, this person will come for me. Okay. This person's nasty to be around. Let me like get, let me be nasty too. I mean, I believe in reciprocity and all, but at yeah. the same time, I'm never going to, I let always be out dark. OK, mm -hmm. I don't want to be some nasty, mean, shady person just for no reason. I live all the fun shade now, but not all that below the belt stuff. No, that's not really who I am. And, you know, after all this time that I've been on the show, I've, I've never been that person. And I want to leave the show never becoming never to become that person because I don't 100%. think and I don't think, you know, we're in the black. We're in the movement right now. It's not cute to just be tearing people down just out of just meanness or whatever. You can like, you know, play around with folks, but yeah. be mean spirited and tear other black women down for no damn reason. No, for what? There's allegedly this reality TV curse where if you bring a relationship on reality TV, especially Real Housewives, it ends in doom and gloom. How are you protecting your relationship with Mike? Because it seems like it is the priority in your life. It is. 
Well, you know, there's a number of things that that I have decided that I have to do to be able to protect my relationship with Mike. You know, Mike is my fiance. He only wants to support me. He can't be my fiance and not support me on the show. <laughs> he just can't do it. Like it just doesn't work. No. He's a reality star. So with that said, you know, anything that he wants to share, you know, I'm completely fine with him sharing. Like, you know, for me, what's worked for me the best is to just be transparent. Like if I came over here playing a character and trying to have like, you know, a show personality and then have a real life personality, it's too much work to keep all this. Shit. This is mm -hmm. it. Mike is himself, you know, take it or leave it. I am me, take it or leave it. In regards to, you know, bringing him around the cast and stuff, I'm a little protective of that just because I feel like, you know, his reality with me is one thing. Bringing him in the group, then I definitely want to make sure, you know, that it's not like going to be anything super, you know, crazy or negative because I don't yeah. know. I always wonder, like, I always think to myself, like, when I do get married for the second time, am I going to feel the need to do this, to make this big splash? But what's your motivation behind keeping the wedding still? Well, first of all, uh, it depends on how your first marriage went. <laughs> if your first marriage was not your happily ever after, then I don't see anything wrong with, you know, having the wedding that you want, how many ever times you want to have it. You know what I'm saying? Mike's been married twice, but he's never had a big wedding. Uh, I had a big wedding, but it was a lot of drama. Um, yeah. We went through a horrible time in our lives. We were broke. We were uh, my friends that came, weren't that supportive. It was the And I don't look back on that time like it was the wedding that I would have wanted to have had and the situation that I've wanted to be, you know, to have been in at that time. So mm -hmm. I need a duel. Okay, I have found a man that I feel like is completely whole, someone who we're compatible. He gets me. Mike is like, like you're my brother, but Mike Hill is like the male version of me as well. We have so much in common. I mean, we both grew up in Alabama. Like we have so much stuff in common. It's crazy. This is my my friend. He's my he's gonna be my husband, but he's also really like truly my my best friend. And the memories that I want to make with him, like and getting to the age thing since we are a little older, I mean, I don't know how many big things we're gonna have in our life again. So I feel like this wedding will be one of the biggest memories that we share together as a couple. And, you know, I'm usually not a diva. And Justin, you know that about me. I'm like, oh, I could just- Not a diva. Not a tent in a driveway, I don't care. For once in my life, and this is all about one of the things that I kind of came out of, you know, COVID with, you know, life is too short. You gotta live your life to the fullest. If I want a big wedding, I'm gonna have a big damn wedding. Season after season, ATL has set the stage for some of the most memorable reads in reality TV history. But according to Candy Burris, some of the peach holders are rehearsing their face-offs. As a fan of Housewives, especially Atlanta, because the reunions get so intense and they're so good, and I know at times it was hard for you, but God, for a viewer, it was amazing. You know, being in front of that person and being able to like read someone in person is an art form. Atlanta is the, the home of the theatrical read because you got to read a script on yeah. that one. That's why uh, you better, if you're going to try to read me, you better come with quick, short reads because I ain't going to let you get it out. I know how they do. I know they be practicing. You know what I'm saying? I know that they've been sitting with their friends that they like, oh, bitch, I'm going to teach you how to read her. Huh? I'm going to give you some reads to say. I already know what they be doing. So unless you got a quick, short read, you ain't getting it out on me because I'm going to cut you off. Oh, you know how to, you know how to disengage a read. Disengage. Try it again. <laughs> I will disengage this read. 
immediately. <laughs> I've always said to people prior to now, I was like, they be rehearsing their reads. They be over here practicing. And people thought that I was just making that up. Like, no, you saw the notes. Like, you realize they actually do be getting with some of their friends. Oh, what should I say to her? Tell me something to say, girl. You know, all of that, you know. Because you know the gays, we be like, girl. Exactly. Giving them, reads, giving them reads, honey. And I, give it a read. I understand it. And I, I feel you, but I mean, for me, that ain't going to work on me. You know, it's so crazy because I didn't think you were going to come back to Housewives. When the drama with Phaedra and mm -hmm. Portia, and mm -hmm. you walked out looking by myself on that long ass weave with that cute ass gold, with that cute ass gold jumpsuit, I was like, damn, yeah, that's the way to walk out. I thought, this is it. She's got the career. She's got everything she needs. She's back in the music. You're not going back. What made you want to go back that next season? That was a time that I actually thought about not coming back. You know, if I ever thought about it, that was the time that I thought about it. Um, ah, what made me come back? You know, family, friends was like, you can't let them get to you. You know, all that stuff. And um, I really wanted to change and take control of my narrative. Yeah. Because although, you know, there were so many people who supported me who were like, oh, I don't believe that crap, blah, 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 blah. There were still some people who would, and even now I still see some people that would be like, ah, that probably was true. You know how people oh. are that's true. Even though you see here, she just told you she was lying. I mean, or that this was not true and that whatever. You know, it's like I just felt like I did not want it to end on like that, that. negative note. Like that be the last thing people Google about me in that show. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people wonder why, you know, that following year, you know, I always I always vent through my art okay mm -hmm. so that's when i decided to do you know the the dungeon party thing. the dungeon it was really a um a variety show and i know a lot of people were like why would you do that why would you um make fun of that you know whatever but for me i was like first of all first of all it was a way for me to express myself you know and to show how silly and stupid the whole concept of that was mm -hmm. but to me it's like you have to kill negative press with something else. You get what I'm saying? Live, live by the press, die by the press. Exactly. So if all those things, those negative things and all that is out there in the world, then I want to put out a creative project that is so wild, so over the top that people that when they talk about it, all you see is this bomb party that shows up when you Google it. All you see are all these people that had fun and had a good time and all these people dressed up. And, and you know, I, I said I was just going to change the narrative of what that was. And so some people may not agree with how I did that. But when you think about I was able to take something that was said about me that was so terrible and I made a whole national tour of it that sold out in multiple cities with people all dressed up in theme <laughs> and participated. I think I made the best of that situation. Um, and you and Don Juan need to go work for the US government because the <laughs> y'all be cooking up together. Yeah, but I mean, to say, and, and don't get me wrong, that situation is still, it's hurtful. 
You know what I mean? If yeah. I really go back and think about those days, I try not to really think about it, you know, because, you know, clearly me and Portia trying to move on and be in a better place. And I just want to put the whole situation behind me. But I figured if I made an art form of it, something that is more fun and more playful, then I could stop harboring the ill will. Isn't it amazing when you get the tea on a secret house and you've been like, this bitch been acting like she Mother Teresa. Meanwhile, she had it in her butt, went to her mouth, in her <laughs> ear, between her toes. Like, be doing all kinds of stuff. Yes. Be doing all kinds of oh, okay. yeah. What I hate is the you know, speaking of the show or whatever, I used to hate when these girls be want to come up here and talk all crazy about me and I'd be like, oh, if they only knew your tea, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for them, I don't really like um, spreading people's tea that hasn't already been talked about on the show and stuff like that. Or if they didn't talk about it on camera and stuff, I'd be like, you know, that's wrong for me to, um, you know, put people on blast or whatever. So I had the one time where I had to put, present the the uh, text message on the show. But other than that, I try not to do that type of stuff because I just kind of feel like, you know, even though we had fell out or whatever, or if you mad at somebody or whatever, there was a time that we had some type of bond where you felt comfortable sharing that with me when the cameras weren't around. So I try not to um, bring that up. Yeah, bring up stuff and put people on blast and say stuff, you know, it's crazy, whatever. That they No, I totally get it. I would That would be my jam too. You guys, thanks for listening and do not forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And be sure to come back every week for another pour of your favorite celebrity. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.